0: Try to be... And the Rambam adds the word that we don't have anywhere else. He says, The Rambam says that the Yavanim grabbed our money and they grabbed our daughters. So it sounds like a pretty terrible thing that was going on in the time of the Yavanim. They were stealing our money and they were being Mizanah with our daughters. So I saw that the briskers, the Sefer them is bothered. And how come in, in the whole Alan Eason, we don't mention a thank you to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for at Hatzalah from this terrible thing? They were stealing all our money, and they were in the Tama, our daughters. How could it be that there's no Shabbat? The only thing we say is, shouldn't there have been a vazundra a daughter,, for saving us from So I'd like to suggest the following answer. The Rama writes afterwards, he writes, esataharis." they took all the Torah things in the Yisraeli, and they said, they were mitameda. Now I ask you, what did the Yivanim have to gain by being mitame? all the Torah things? Did they have anything to gain? There's any personal benefit? No. Their only goal was to get the Yidim, not to be able to do mitzvahs. If the things are me, they can't do mitzvahs. So I would like to suggest the following Chiddush. If they, the guy were coming to steal Kala money, and they came to live with their daughters because they had a taiva for money and they had a taiva for their daughters, then that's what we call a separate tzara, that there should have been a separate haidah in al I would like to suggest, suggest the following idea. I think that the Goyim did not make a gzeira on their money and did not make a gzeira on their daughters because they wanted to fulfill a taiva. It was all a ploy. It was a ploy that we've seen throughout history. And that ploy is, make it shver a yid. Let's make zeiris against the yid. That they can't engage in any businesses that's going to be able to make them have any panosam. Let's make it difficult for them to get married. And then they'll give up Yiddishkeit. And if they give up Yiddishkeit, we'll drop all the zeiris. So I'd like to suggest that the reason they stole their money and the reason they stole their bonus was just a, a threat to get them to give up Yiddishkeit. That means that if they would have given up their their DOS, if they would have given up their Yiddishkeit, they would have taken no money from them and not lived with their daughters at all. So I ask you, Rabbi, said, what was at stake? Was their daughters at stake? Was their money at stake? Was their Yiddishkeit at stake? It wasn't their money. It wasn't their daughters. Because they could just easily have given up their Yiddishkeit and they would have left them alone. So the only thing they were after was their Yiddishkeit. So the haidah is that we were able to keep the Yiddishkeit, because that's really what there was at stake, because we had an easy way out. So that's why there's no haidah specifically on this thing. And I found what I think is a very nice riot. There's a gemara in Sanhedrin on above that says that there was a fellow riding a horse on Shabbos. It says, the gemara, they stoned him, they gave him skilah. Now all of you went to yeshiva long enough to know that you don't give skilah for somebody who rides a horse on Shabbos. It's an isudur abon at best. What did they give you? Skila, because somebody rode a horse on Shabbos, says Rashi. Take a look. The Gemara says over here that the story took place. Vizman hayivonim, says Rashi. Why vizman hayivonim? So he writes, Chayu prutzim ve'averus, Klai Yisrael was parutz in doing averis. He says, Mne loich son Shai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael had a lot of lachatz. Vne gzeirus hayivonim, b'fika chayu mitzvus bezuyesalei. Rashi is saying that they had to make a lesson and get people, they stoned this guy to make a lesson because people were not treating Shabbos properly, they weren't treating the Mitzvahs properly, you know why not? Because the Goyim made it so schwer to be a Yid they put such Lachatz with all the Xeris the Yidim were starting to, to drop the Yiddishkeit that's exactly what they wanted, this was the goal the goal of the Xeris were to create a Lachatz to be a Yid to get them to give up the Yiddishkeit the minute they would have given up the Yiddishkeit, all the Xairis would have fallen away so the Pashti Yideim, Bivir Niseim, was just a way to get them to get rid of the Yiddishkeit. The Meila, the Hido, that we give is that we're able to be given. Which means, if you think for a second, that the success against the Yivadim was that we went from Mitzvah's B'zuyois to having Mitzvah's Chaviyois, which I'd like to talk about in a moment. I promised first some Divri Hagodah. So I'll tell you, some cute Divri I think a lot of you learned them in Yeshiva. So you have to hear what Rabbi Yobaruch used to say over Hanukkah. Rabbi Yobaruch used to ask Akasha. It says in Moisur, What does that mean? So literally it literally means roiv of his sons. They hung on a tree. And Reh Baruch asked that the Gemara says in Megillah that Haman had 30 children. Some people say he said he had even more. But only 10 of the 30 were hung. So quick math tells you that 10 out of 30 is not Roi. So how could we say alo Salisa, He hung them on a tree. He didn't. So Revei Baruch in his inimitable fashion, answered based on Taisus in Megillah, Taisus in Megillah says that before they hung up all the children of Haman, they cut off all their heads. So Revei he Baruch used to say over, Roiv Bonov doesn't mean Roiv of all of his kids, it means it was only most of the kids, but part of the kids, the heads had been chopped off. That was Revei Baruch's pshad. Roiv means Roiv of their bodies. I would like to tell you what the Emes of is. The of Pshad and you Baruch is like this. I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten this present one year. Purim night, I found the Ames of should Hashem, give it giving you the B'shat. It says in the Ran, in the Seches, uh, Megillah, that the word Roiv means two different things in the Sukkot. The word Roiv can mean Roiv as majority. Like it says in the Pasuk that Mordechai, the last Pasuk in the Megillah, is, he was Ratzoi L'Royv Echav. Chazal tell us only to Royv Echav, but some of his brothers had tainus on him because he went out of the Beis Midrash to go take care of Chalai so their Roiv means a majority. It says Iran, the word Roiv can also mean a lot. Like it says that he was misappered to Zeres Al Roiv Banov. Their Roiv means a lot. So the words Roiv Banov, vikinyanov Al this means a lot of his children was hung up on the tree. Roiv does not mean a majority, Roiv means a lot like the other meaning of the word Raiv, the Ran himself is saying, that's what the words Rav Bonav and the Apostle means, it's that wa meant over here, Roy doesn't mean majority, Rav means a lot, there were a lot of children that were hung up on the tree. Okay. I want to share with you a little bit of a message that I'm trying to walk away from Hanukkah with, and uh, I'm going to share it with you. It's seldom that the Meshavuah writes a sentence that, He tells you the foundation of a whole Yaktivist. I went to Ches Pesach, Chesuus, and Chesukis. I never found that he said, the whole Yaktiv is. But in the Hilchus Chanukah, the Shabur says, the whole Chanukah is Haidah. It's a statement from the Mishabur. Chabat Chayim, Sakalach. So what we're supposed to get out of Chanukah is Haidah. So what's Haidah? So Rashi says, Haidah is Nisan. It's a little late to talk about Alanisim, right? We're already on the eighth day, but it happens to be I know a group of people, they put together a chat. There's a chat now for everything, but they put together an Alanisim chat to see if they can go 24 for 24, not forgetting Alanisim. What a beautiful way to really do Hanukkah. Yeah? Who, I'm not going to ask in this room, who's 24 for 24 on Alanisim. Three twiots a day, times eight, it's 24. We're not counting benching. But that, the Mishabura says, is Hanukkah. But okay, it's, 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 it's Hanukkah. I don't know if we're going to walk away with saying Al But I'd like to give a message of Haidah that a person can walk away with something to deal with. Everyone here has said Dishmas in their lives. Listen to a Kasha. I saw this Kasha. Kasha from his son Someone has a better Tarets. I want to hear it. But I, I love the Kasha. He says, "We say finu Malishira If our mouths were filled with song like the sea. <laughs> our tongues reno kamengaluf, with praises like the waves of the ocean. V'sifso yisainu, if our lips were filled with shabbach, with with praise, kimercha yirkeil like the sky. Then we say the words. Ve'enenu meirois kashem of our eyes were lit up like the sun and moon. Ve'yadenu and our hands were sweat spread kindish shemayin. Ve'ragleenu on our feet khalis kaiyalis. Ain anachnu maspikim lahoidis l'chach we wouldn't be able to properly give you hoidah. Now I ask you, I know that you give hoidah with your mouth. I know that you give hoidah with your lips. And I know that you give hoidah with your your tongue. But how do you give hoidah with your eyes, and with your hands, and with your feet? Why are we saying, if my eyes were shining like the sea, I couldn't give you thanks? If my arms were spread out, I couldn't give you thanks? If my feet were, what what does it do with, with praising, with thanking? speaking. What is irrelevant? How strong our eyes are, how strong our feet are, how strong our legs are. This is what we call a kasha that points to, to something about hoido that we're not aware of. Because if hoido means to say thank you, then you don't use these, these limbs to say thank you. So his son, Rosh said a nifutika thing. And this, I think, is a chalik of hoido, which we could take with us through the whole year when he starts off the Shara of where he's trying to convince you to serve Hashem he tells you what's the single reason why every person should feel the need to serve Hashem he says I just got finished which lists everything Hashem does for you in an incredible way one of the things I always remember is that he describes for young parents I remember reading this maybe emotionally he writes that when a baby is crying, and we're talking about crying his head off, like gushing, tears, he says there's a certain poison inside of a, of a, of a baby's body, and when the baby cries, the poison comes out, and the baby doesn't die. If the baby wouldn't cry, he would die. I never knew that, right? That made child a lot easier for me when I, when I heard this, this Chavis HaValos. It's a Chavis HaValos we're talking about, yeah? But that's just a little bit of Sha'ar Rechina when he describes the godless of the Borei Oil, right? Says the Chavis HaValos, the Kim, you read Sha'ar Rechina? and you have a question why you used to serve Hashem, how could you not say thank you to Hashem for all he does for you by serving him? So Zotar Shem Al-Shem. That there's a way of a doh that comes through serving Hashem. You want to say thank you to Hashem, serve him better. Be Mekayim, his mitzvahs, better, stronger, with more effort. Zotar B'Yeruch if you could do hoido by serving Hashem, we serve Hashem with our eyes. We serve Hashem with our hands. We serve Hashem with our feet. We can serve Hashem with all the limbs of our body. What we're trying to say to our Baruch Hu is that I can't thank you enough, means I cannot find, I don't have limbs in my body that could do enough mitzvahs to thank you for what you do for me. That's the Yisoyed, which means that he's opening up for us a whole new idea from the of how we could take out a Hanukkah, aido, and that's to take a Baruch who's mitzvahs and to do them better. How do you do mitzvahs better? We're all doing mitzvahs. How do you do them better? I was reading something, a uh, schmooze from uh, Don Segel, and it made a big me. I happened to teach 11th grade, and it takes a little bit of a. took a page out of my book, so to speak. He writes that if you look in the in so we say danta estimam and rafta esrivam nakantes mosam. So this is a dan's insight. He says that the reason why Klai Israel was successful is because the Gayy were trying to get us, La Vira mi Chukeritzanach, to give up Hashem's Mitsus to Vivatalidas, like we spoke about it. And Klai Israel were danta estiam, nakant es nikmosam, which means they fought their battle and their nakama. Which means it was personal. The mitzvahs that they were trying to take away from them was some, an attack on them. It wasn't for God. It wasn't for our Baruch. Hu. It wasn't, they said, we're going to do this for Hashem. Don says, if they would have done it for Hashem, Hashem would have said, thank you very much. I am my chishbinis. I decide when I make yeshuas. But if you show me that your life is dependent on it, that you can't be without Torah, you can't be without mitzvah Shabbos, Mila, it drives you crazy. You can't, this is your problem. That brought the Yeshua. That brought the Yeshua. because only did the nekoma because it was sum It was dinam. It was rivam. The person thinks for a second, how personal are his mitzvahs? How personal does he take his mitzvahs? If a person takes his tefillin off and loses 10 minutes of tefillin in a day, is that personal? Does that bother him? If a person didn't get an opportunity to say kriyashma at the proper time, chas Or a person didn't get a chance to do whatever the mitzvah is. I was speaking to somebody, a relative, and they said someone called them up and asked them if they could have two boys for Shabbos. They didn't know them strangers. And they said, sure, I'd love to. They're like, why are you so excited? And they said, because it's a mitzvah. He was like, wow, I guess that's personal. In other words... This is a woman, but this is her mitzvah, right? It was personal. She was excited to do a mitzvah. It was something that meant something to the person themselves. <clears throat> Somebody once made a chesed. When you walk out of shacharis, you're the proud owner of in between fifteen and twenty mitzvahs. I say derises. You ever thought of it that way? Fifteen to twenty, I say derises. Does it excite you? Does it mean anything to you? In other words, is it yours, or are you thinking? I did something for the Rebbe. What a person has to take away is, if he wants to give hayda to the Rebbeim I and he wants to be hazik in his avoda. He has to try to make mitzvahs alive, mitzvahs alive to him, mitzvahs something that are important to him. Everybody said, what makes your day? What makes? I, I tell us to, to Rebbeim a I say, you lie in your bed. Everyone has this habit. Whatever. There's two people. Some people fall asleep right away. But those that don't fall asleep right away, right? And they think about their day. Everyone at some point in time says, was it a good day? It was it a bad day? Right? That's always the question. So what defines it for you? What defines a good day or a bad day? It's a very scary thought. It's a very scary thought. It was, whatever's personal and is important to you and is valuable today, if it got done, it was a good day. And if it wasn't a good day, if it didn't get done, it was a bad day. The Rebbeinah wants to see what's, what's, what do you care about? What, 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 ri- I've seen people like, like Neris Hanukkah, right? When your kids see you lighting the Ereus Hanukkah, when you're lighting the Ereus Hanukkah, is it meaningful to you? Is it meaningful to you? Or is it just something you have to get done? And let's run to the party and run for the seat or whatever it is? This, is. this is our way of turning up haidah that I think can apply the whole year. I was very misogynistic that I should share this thought, or I shouldn't share this thought. To quote Rabbi who once had a very good line. He says, worst comes to worse, you won't invite me back again. But <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a thought that that that, that occurred to me. Approximately 19 years ago, an Rosen Sui Finko gave a in a yeshiva. And uh, I think I did the math correctly. I think I was there. I think it was there, but it's printed in the, the song here. I was going through the, 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 the safer and I saw shoes and I, I seem to remember the shoes And I'm just sharing with you something, again, I'm talking to myself, uh, a nakuda that I was this ayur to, and if a person wants to try to be in the hoido, of making his mitzvahs more alive, and making his mitzvahs more machuzic and more shtar, I think it's a great way to show hoido to the Evershta. There was a shmuz 19 years ago, Rebalson sees for the shmuz, about a keferlich, a a terrible, terrible thing. You have to see his l'shayin sovi, he was going off the charts, The terrible, terrible, terrible thing that there are Avreichim and and, and B'nai Torah that have cell phones. Cell phones. Talking about kosher and He couldn't deal with the fact that there were cell phones. He says, I walk around, I see people sitting and talking on the phone, wasting time talking on the phone. I'm sure it's printed over here. I'm not making it up over here. What he was talking about was the concept of how it steals the cup just takes away the brain. Way before shorts this was like before Schwarz, before issues, he was talking about the concept of a phone and how it steals brain space, simple brain space for a person. Now, I heard this once over Schlesinger, and I, it's so true. If you walk into a shul for a tefillah and your phone's in your pocket, I don't care if it's on silent, you're not, you're not fully involved in the daven. Your phone, You are connected to your phone, and the 14 phone calls you're expecting that you might get, and trying to figure out what that buzz means. Who called you in the middle of that, right? And maybe I'm going to get the phone. And he said, you're not there, you're not connected to what you're doing. And then learning, for sure. <coughs> so it just, it just struck me. I was thinking to myself that like, if a person's trying to say, I want to walk out of Chanukah with Haydah, and the, the, the Chavis HaVava says, Haydah is more of a dis-al-ekim. And more of a desalikim says of is that it should be personal, and your mitzvah should mean something to you, and it should be with the So how can a person not try to figure out how to be menatek himself when he's doing mitzvahs from his home? I, I, I think it's a dover burr that if a person wants to, this is, this is such a great way. I don't know if anybody's ever had the experience of a two, three hour Seder with their phone outside the base Medrash. I don't know if you ever had it. I don't know if you either, either ever had it. But I, I, I have tried two hours, it's such an unbelievable feeling. Today, I was, I was wearing the shoes. I, I, I had a Seder without, without my phone, right? And I had so many missed calls that would have stared the whole Seder. time I would have had to take a, very important phone calls, right? My father-in-law called me and this and that, right? It would not erase the whole Seder. I was like, wow. And because I had my phone on silent, garnish, garnish, garnish. I sat and I looked like a Mensch. And I'm not even talking about picking up the phone. I'm not talking about picking up the phone i of the phone, the fact that the phone's in your pocket. I'm just thinking, some a thing. A person's trying to walk away from Hanukkah, and he's saying, I want to give a dollar. it does me so much good. I want to give thank you to So I want to, I, I can't keep saying Al the whole year. So I want to be mechazik in my looking. So what can I do? If a person can figure out some sort of tikka that in a in short amount of time, I, guys, I don't know how, how much everyone in this room learns, but we all learn a short amount of time. Yeah, you know how I know? Because we all could be doing more, right? But whatever it is, in the amount of time that we're zeichet to sit and to learn Torah, and even zeichet to try to figure out how to get the phone less of our part of our lives, it's such a it's such a shena to in the midst of limanater. It's such a such a stark way. I just want to end off with one point. I think everyone heard me because everyone has ears. I think you also think that it's impossible. It's not negah, and it could be it is. But I want to share with you that, that this is exactly the point that uh, that Nosferi grew up on. He says, I'm sure you're going to say it's all impossible. That's what he writes over here. He says, but his elashon was, but there's eitzes for everything, and don't worry, there's a way to do it. I'm going to say it with a slightly different Nosferi. His answer was, there's eitzes. There's eitzes. I still remember. He gave out beepers in yeshiva. He figured out ways. If your wife's in the ninth month, you got a beeper, whatever it is. He really worked it out for the oil. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't need phones. I still remember. It's 19 years ago. I want to just end with, with a different, different point. In Daniel, in Sefer Daniel, when it describes the four Goluites, so when it describes Yavan, each one, each one of the Goluites is an animal. The animal of Yavan is, is, the, is the number. I have no idea what a number is, but one thing I can tell you is that I know that a number is as, because it says in the Mishnah, Abbas, Hevi, Oz, Ha, The other thing I know about a number is that the Rabbi Mishai says something absolutely fascinating, but the way the world gets a number. Is that when a lioness, a female lion, wants to have tashrish with a male lion, so there's a certain call that it makes, and a chazir hears the call and he knows what it means and he runs and he lives with the lioness and gives birth to a number. So every single number is a mamzer. And it's the chafzah. you can't have a number unless it's a mamzer. That's what produces a number. Is there something wrong? Something raf. Huh? It's, I think it's mishnahos. Mishnahos have to number. So the Rav says that the reason why a number is an as is because he's a mamzer. We you know that all mamzerim are az. So a mamzer, every number will always be an as because every number is a mamzer. This has nothing to want to talk about it, but it's so golden. I have to tell it to you. The Rashbat says that what do you think happens when the lion sees what the Chazar just did? So the Rashbat, the Mishan writes, the lion comes flying and he wants to rip the Chazar to shreds. Yeah? So what does the Chazar do? He rolls in the mud until he's filthy with mud, and the lion says, "I'm the melech from the chayes. I can't get dirty in the mud." Yeah, you could be as angry as a lion, who's who an animal just lived with your wife. You want to tear him to shreds? Over pasnesh, pasnesh could stop you from doing such a thing. What a mayir diga in pasnesh? Yeah, Pas-nish. Okay, t- t- something to think about, this is Rashbit. I'm not going to I just wanted to say one Nakuda. It's from all the Geras, it's from the Svasemes and from the from Tadush the, from the, from HaRim. They all say, Kaleisov fought against the Yavanim, since the Midah of Yavan is Az, so they, in order to have a chance, had to, had to use the Midah as What is an Az? So the Torah writes, Azos is when you're not embarrassed from people that laugh at you, which means that you don't care about anything else. them of Farshim, but az is not a strong animal, but the, the number is not a strong animal. But the number will take on a line. You know why? Because he's not afraid of odds. He's not afraid of anybody. That's a number. Yovan has the midah of Azus. It's, it's, it's the number. Chai Yisrael had to have a matziv a maatim against Rabin, which is the midah of Azus to care not about odds, and that was the only way they could defeat Yovan. It had to be a maatim against the Rabin where they exhibited Azus. Yeah. But the Oser <laughs> Dusharim was, he says, there's laws of battle. The laws of battle is that when you win, you take all the spoils of the enemy. So at the when Klai Yisrael beat Yavan, they walked away with all the Azas of Yavon, all the Azas of Yavon. So the and that gives us the Kaya of So Klai Yisrael's Kaya, which means the ability to withstand odds. Odds ah, like the ability to make a two, three hour Seder without having your phone on Ringer. That ability which requires Azus was the Schaddish. Now, this is Schaddish and In other words, in the Yemoisa Chanakah is when we vanquished and we took this Midasa Azus from Yavam and now we have it from the landlord. So, if there's any time in life when a person can work on this Nekuda and try to take on such a thing. The the koya ha'azus happened in Khanika, So it's a zman. besides a zman, it's a zaman when a person can say to himself, the odds are shrach, it's difficult, I don't see how I'm gonna do it. And that's what a number does. The number takes on the lion because that's he doesn't care about the odds. He cares about what he has to do, and if he's hungry and he needs to eat, he fights with the lion. So that's what we have to do. So that the, the goal is that if we have the Aziz, is to just decide what you have to do in life. You have to make a decision if this is something you have to do. If it's something you have to do, Kali Yisrael has the Midas Ha'azos to be able to accomplish it. So it's your decision to decide it. So just to sum up, my Nekuda is, is to walk away from Hanukkah with Reido. The rido that Ruchim is being madgish that we should work on is being Mura Chazik and Abayitz Hashem. As we started with the Rashi, the Mitzvah became Bizuya Seleno. It's our anitzuach over the yevonim to make the mitzvahs chavivos aleinu, to make the mitzvahs precious again, to give it chiyaz to our mitzvahs, to value it, to make it personal. And I think that a person cannot claim to be fully engaged personally in an event if his head is in three different places or seven different places. So a possible would will be this nakuda that when we're learning, we're learning. We're davening, we're davening. And when we're doing Tanochei Shabbos, we're doing Tanochei Shabbos. Whatever it is we're doing, we do with the ganzaganska. We're not we're not distracted. The old people are still excited to I'm I'm coming to marry myself, and uh, letting you listen to what I'm becoming to marry myself. The rabbi judge gave us yet the shemaya. We should use the kaiha azos, the azos Kanami that we have, to not to not to be scared of the odds and to talk about matzliach and giving her daughter to the rabbi judge the mechazik and avodas <laughs> the one, the for safe. Wow, well, now that was a...